Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Uh, he's uh talking to me, so I'm not gonna. Uh, Go ahead. Record. I'm recording. Okay. I'm okay. recording you. Okay. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, let's off that. The jury instructions were given to the jury regarding constructive possession, joint possession, and actual possession. <laughs> Uh, these guns were guns that were never found in my possession, but alleged through the, the buyer's mouth that he bought them at, at, for me or whatever. But even at trial or at, at his deposition hearing, he had mentioned the three guns that I got, three of the 52 guns I got charged with possession of. And they were only because, like I said, I showed knowledge one way or the other. Two of them was, okay, with regards to this Tech 9, I was in the car with him, serving him $100 worth of crack cocaine, not proud of, but in the process of that sale, I asked him were anybody contacting him about that particular gun that he had bought for my brother, because I seen one like that had turned up in a newspaper on a certain street in my city. He said no. So that showed that I had knowledge of that gun. So when they went to indict me, they said they they, 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 they gave me a, a felony possession because I showed knowledge of that. That particular gun. Another one was I reminded him, I corrected him when he mentioned about a six hour, another gun that turned up in my city on the streets. And I remember him telling me that he had a list of guns that he had available. And he said no. He said he got that from Mike's gun. But I remember him telling me that he got it from Guns and Things, which is the local gun shop not too far from my city where most people are familiar with these gun stores, whatever. So I corrected him. So that correction gave him to the inclination that I guess I had knowledge that I had gun too, so they decided to charge me with filling up the that gun too. The third gun from that conspiracy was a gun where he, he alleged that me and my brother traveled with him that particular time to a gun store. During this gun, this, this, this travel, he said the gun was, he testified that the gun was for my brother and that my brother picked out the gun and when we drove off from the store, he gave the gun to me or my brother. So, he, okay, so that's what supposedly made them allow, allow them to charge me with filling the possession of that gun too, even though he said the gun was for my brother, my brother picked up the gun, and money was from my brother and all that. That's how they gave me that filling the possession Now, Let's call it from a federal prison. In the beginning of the uh, pre-trial phase, they gave me Mark Ness. After Frank Zepina had successfully lured me into court, and I never left court that day. Subpoena took the 5000 and and took himself off the case, and they gave me Mark Neff. Mark Neff would not file a motion to suppress none of these firearms, just so I could preserve this issue for appeal. So I asked, me and I had differences in that matter right there, so I asked the court to appoint me a new lawyer. And, that, and these guns never got 
my right on a pill. So they gave me Jean Demergian, a female who went on about this differently in that I was a convicted felon instead of not allowing me to have my felon in possession count bifurcated as they normally do. They wanted it to show from the door, from the gate to the jury that I was a convicted felon. I never I never uh, consented to that. So me and her had a falling out over the, behind that. So I asked her I asked to have a new I asked for a Ferretta hearing, just basically so I can represent myself. During that hearing uh, like I said, I referred to the, the judge had to, she filed a, a, a motion to have me psycho, psychologically evaluated because, I don't know, that's her, her defense on me asking for a new lawyer. So the judge asked me, do I know what day it was? I answered, did I know who the people were uh, on the other table? And I said yes, and I referred to the AUSA at the time as McGreevy, Jim McGreevy at the time he was, um, a disgraced uh, governor of New Jersey for whatever reason. And the judge, that upset the judge by me calling him out his name, which I'm not proud of to say. Uh, this is where I started the process of pissing the courts off and pissing off attorneys and the government. So on top of that, I had a lawsuit filed against the government for bringing the charges against me, which was not smart. Because they had, they stayed this civil lawsuit until after pending the outcome of my trial. So that gave them more incentive to do whatever they wanted to do to meet the trial. They're not giving me my fair rights during the trial. They're not giving me ad adequate uh, representation. Not giving me, not doing a lot of things that will submit me into this 30 year sentence. Like, not admitting things into my evidence. Like, obviously, when I was incarcerated for the 12 Highway incident, a separate indictment. Was, this, this, this guy was out buying guns. And that's all the jury needs to see. That evidence, those transcripts, that day, that shows my police uh, incarceration for those days that I was incarcerated. I was off the streets, but this guy, the government witness, is still out buying guns for people and uh, allegedly putting them out in my city. How can that be he's working for me when I'm incarcerated? All I needed was a jury to see that and show them, you know, admit the, admit the evidence, just to let them hear that evidence. I tried to testify in my own defense about that specific thing, and my own lawyer steered me, he, he hurried, shushed me, and cut me off, and steered me away from that topic. Because he didn't want the jury to hear that. So they never got a chance to hear that I was incarcerated. They never got a chance to see the transcripts that I was incarcerated for 1229 Let's call it from a federal prison. The fourth felon in possession gun charge that's not related to the straw purchasing conspiracy. That would have gave them some doubt that it could have been me. And it went to my theory of defense that it was many people, many drug dealers in my city that he had dealt with, that he had possibly bought guns for over a course of 10 months. Not just me. I, went, I took the fall guy for all these all these guns. Even those guns that... I, I'm, I'm, I'm still convicted of the guns of the person who, the third person that they admitted later at trial, the, the ATF agent admitted on his own that he knew about a third person that their government witness was buying guns for, but he just didn't know his name. So therefore, here I am standing convicted of that gun or guns 
story that I don't know how because felon in possession is a maximum of 10 years. Five years for the conspiracy that has to be ran concurrent with the 10 years. So how did I get 30 years? It's all the tricks they did in my PSI. So I will call you back and we will finish